Welcome, young ones. Let there be zombies and mummies in this week's episode. Stay tuned for some fun, semi-frightful fare. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. It was wizards and zombies last week. Mummies added to the mix this week. Feels a bit more like October around here than June. I hope your summer is a happy one. Filled with sun and splashing and fun things to do. A couple of times a year, my Read Me a Bedtime Story column becomes a Read Me a Campfire Story column. This week is one of those weeks. So gather your friends, family, or maybe a small group of stuffed animals around a campfire, real or imaginary. Turn down the lights and imagine. I used to work in a museum, and one of the biggest displays we ever hosted was called The Mummy. It included a real mummy in an authentic sarcophagus from ancient Egypt. As a part of a traveling exhibit, it was featured at museums all over the world. Until... Well, I was working late one night. I was building scenery for an upcoming show. It was in a workshop nearby the mummy exhibit when I was startled by a loud sound. Crash! I left my station to go see what happened. On my way there, I heard a series of thunderous thuds. Thud. Thump. Clunk. The ground shook a bit with each one. I went to the mummy showcase area, only the mummy was gone. Well, it was gone from the exhibit, but it wasn't gone from the museum, no. Not at all. In fact, when I turned around, it was standing tall, strong, and creepy, draped in old linen, breathing its yucky, archaic breath on me. What do you think I did? I ran. I was scared. I'm no hero. Let somebody else do the mummy wrangling. Not my job to mess with the mummies. I ran into the theater to hide. I figured there's plenty of secure places there, right? Nope. The mummy found me and screamed something at me. I didn't stick around to try to figure out what it was. I ran again and tried to hide in the bathroom, but the mummy found me again. I left. I got around it. I set course for the gift shop. Guess what? Mummy. Mummies need to use the bathroom too, as it turns out. I couldn't get away. It kept finding me and howling at me. Then it happened. That old thing finally had me cornered. 
had its dusty, mummy-wrapped hand pressed hard up against my chest, pinning me against a wall with immense strength. Face to face, I could understand the mummy now. It wailed, let me out, in a super creepy voice. I can't even give it justice. It just sent chills down my spine. Let me out. What do you think I did? I let it out. Of course I let it out. What would you do? I unlocked the nearest door, and it jetted off instantly into the woods. Woods just like the ones around us. Actually, the museum's not far from here at all. You could walk there if you really needed to. My bosses freaked out that the mummy was gone. And I was questioned because they knew I was working late. But I never got in any trouble. They couldn't prove anything, and I really didn't do anything wrong, did I? I mean, the mummy wanted out. I let it out. Not sure I had much of a choice, anyway. I never told anybody about this story until now. I just had to get it off my chest. They never did find the mummy, you know. And there have been some strange sightings here and there over the years. If I were you, I wouldn't go hiking too far out in those woods by yourself. What was that? Did you hear that? That's weird. Thought I heard something over there in the brush. Who wants to go check it out? That's not all for this week, listeners. Buckle up for... After the Fall, Part 2. It's hard to figure who had the more dangerous ground to cover. No one wanted to go downtown, because it still might be crawling with zombies. Downtown was hit the hardest, after all. I didn't envy Caleb and Cassie one bit, though I did worry about how Caleb would hold up if they ran into trouble. He never was very good at confrontation, unless it was in a Street Fighter video game. I wouldn't have wanted to trade places with Mags and Murdoch either. They drew the lot to head in the direction of the old abandoned amusement park. The haunted house there had always creeped me out, even in the best of times. I sure didn't want to see it in these post-world conditions. I didn't want to stay behind like Donnie and Teresa did, just sit there waiting for whoever or whatever took Zara. Wait for it to show back up again? No thanks. I guess I would have picked the forest path north, and that's just what I drew. I just wish I wasn't with Zack. I figured he'd be the one I'd have the least in common with. What in the world are we supposed to talk about? What does he know about video games? What do I know about baseball? We left, headed north into the humid morning air. At least we had the shade of the trees to keep us cool. A luxury the downtown crew and the haunted house hooligans, that's what we called them for some reason, didn't have. I bet they're baking in the sun, I said. Uh-huh, Zack replied. And that was the extent of our conversation for the first couple hours. We had a bit more to discuss after a contentious post-lunch fight. 
that saw us both covered in zombie blood and thanking God for our spared lives. You can take pretty good care of yourself, Zack complimented. Black belt, karate, I responded. It was my one and only athletic achievement, but one that had come in handy after the fall. You did all right, too, I returned the praise. To say Zack did all right is a bit of an understatement. The weapons expert wielded a mace in one hand, leveling one zombie, while almost simultaneously taking another one out with the kendo stick in his other hand. I only had to take down one, but the important thing was the record. Me and Zack, 3-0. and More after the fall, and much more coming soon. And many more stories abound in the weeks ahead. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Read a book, take a walk, listen to podcasts. For the love of Splendid, be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a pumpkin or candy corn. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. Tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. 